to Absolutely Not Sis with your hosts, Laura and Courtney. We discuss all things grief, life, turning 30, speaking your truth, and learning how to say absolutely not sis in a world where we're all conditioned to say yes, yes, yes. Hi everyone, it's Fraser Kilgo here from Lugton's Real Estate and thanks for listening in to Absolutely Not Sis. They're messages of support for people going through difficult times, learning how to overcome obstacles, and encouraging speaking out when you need a hand is something we can all relate to on some level. Tuning in to real estate needs or next family move is what I'm passionate about. So if you or someone you know is looking at making a move, please get in touch for a low-key chat over a coffee. For now, let's enjoy another brilliant episode of Absolutely Not Sis. Kia ora. Kia ora, my beautiful friend. How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm so good. I'm just buzzing. I'm absolutely buzzing today. I know. And you know what's exciting is that for us, this was our first time hearing ourselves on the radio on the way here. So it was outrageous. Like... It was such an experience. I was like quickly messaging my family like, oh my God, we're going to be on in 15 minutes and all my friends were listening and it's just, it's a really, I don't know, I feel a bit surreal, do you? I do too and I feel like we've worked so hard on building something that means something to us and now the opportunity for other people to hear it more. So obviously we have our other platforms that we're on like Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now we're going to be on iHeartRadio and we're on Free FM. It's, it's and Access unreal. Media. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, oh my gosh. So we were like messaging, they're like, I'm just at the bridge. I'm almost there. Like I'm waiting for it yeah, to play. I was literally sitting in the Centre Place car park for like half an hour and Sammy's listening, streaming live as well. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish that you and I had planned to be together yes. while we first heard it. Just for that that really like warm, that fuzzy feeling. That would have been feeling. very it would have been. What, what is, is that the word? What is that word? Mean? I don't know. I just really wanted to say that word. That's a great word. Let's is it the right word? Someone's going to write in and be like, "Sorry, but that was out of context." That is not <laughs> the right word. But hey, we'll go with it. We're feeling so good, and we're also really excited because, um, I mean, we've had some great, great guests in for yes. season two. We've been like blown away with the feedback and um, and all the ratings and stuff, but. It's nice because today we've just we're just gonna have laws and quits. Back to the good old gang. Just back to the to the OGs. And it's like I think I'm still like finding my feel in the studio because we are so like we just sat on a bed yes. for season one. We literally sat on a bed and then we moved it up a little bit and Chucked now. Chucked a sock on a microphone and hoped for the best. Guys, we literally we stuck Sam's sock over a microphone <laughs> to absorb some noise and like that was gonna work. The technical issues that we would have before every record and look at us now. And I mean, like, you know, they do say, Drake, the philosopher, did once say, started from the bottom, now, now we're, we're here. here. Exactly. Absolutely. So thank you, Drake, for your philosophical language and words. Exactly. We appreciate your hard mahi. He's always been behind <laughs> us, for sure. But it's so nice to be back, just the two of us. And as you know, we are on Free FM, so thank you guys for having us. It's really exciting. And we are here to chat expectations. Expectations. We'll tap into the age thing again because we have had quite a lot of feedback on, you know, we spoke about it briefly on season one, but I think there's still so many layers that we can go into as well. Totally. And because you and I are in separate, separate, in different stages of our lives as well. Um, And I know... You know, we've talked about it, but like you sometimes compare, you haven't traveled, but then I'll compare, I don't have the house. And Mm. it's looking at those comparisons and also for us to reflect back on what sort of comparisons and expectations we put on ourselves when we were younger. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. As well. And just, um, just the art of letting go and knowing your worth as well. I think it's really cool that we can elaborate on that because we haven't had a real female empowerment sort of just us two gassing each other up for a while yeah and we I definitely do love a good gassing up for Um, sure this kind of stemmed from a really great dm that we got from lisa eh? so shout out lisa how are you thanks for listening to us on your amazing roadie um and appreciate that hubby listened as well 
Um, but Lisa said she really resonated with some of the topics we talked about in our earlier episodes about um, where you are in your life and the expectations others hold for your life at your age. Yes. Um, so as Laura touched on, we are in different lanes. We're going different directions and that's absolutely fine. And I can hand on heart say, I didn't think I would be here. Yeah. I didn't think I'd be the person who was married with a child, being a teacher, um, from a child or like a teenager. I definitely never saw that in my future. And I don't know if it's because I... Um, put a block on it because I was like, I just don't, I don't think it's going to happen to me. So I'm going to pretend like it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. It also didn't matter. I didn't actually care if I wasn't going to be married or if I wasn't going to be the person that had babies. Yeah. Whereas I know for a lot of people, that's their, their dream and their aspiration to be a mother or to own a home at a certain time. And so I guess the question is for us, like, are we putting that pressure on ourselves or has that been like inherited from other people? I think it comes from so many different avenues of obviously online and the media and what we're constantly absorbing without even realising and general chit chat. And if you're obviously you're in a workplace and there's those conversations going on and if you're sitting at a, it's happened to me tons of times, you're sitting at a table full of women yeah. and they're talking about babies and weddings and kids and you're in the workplace as well. And because they're not your close, close friends, they might not know what your background is or what what situation you're in at the moment so it's been a bit like and what about you and they kind of do the excited look and you're like what about me like I'm good like if I want to contribute I will but it's also don't you find in the last like I don't know year or so this there are so many rules on what you should and shouldn't ask someone now very much so and we're living very pc and it's like you can't ask that person that no you can't say that you can't assume they're he she you can't assume this you can and and i get that to some degree you do really need to be mindful but um i was listening to a podcast the other day and it's like when did we become so um sensitive and um and kind of why do we assume that people are asking it with bad intent? To well, kind I was of- going to say, when you, when we go back to the thought, like if we just backtrack a tiny bit about women conversation, and so having a discussion with women and talking about children and marriage and fertility and things like that, um, let's just say, for example, it's a very common question. As soon as you get married, the question becomes, so many having children. Oh my God, so how many children do you guys want? Have you been trying? Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Oh my God. Have you not tried yet? Have you not tried? You simply must. Stop <laughs> taking the pill immediately. You simply must. You simply must, darling. Yes, darling. Um, so that's kind of the conversation you get. And I know for some people that's really annoying. And even I rolled my eyes a few times about things like that. However... Mm. Um, a thing that I've talked about a few times with somebody at my work says always assume the good intent in everybody. So like oh, the I questions that. that you get from people aren't because they're trying to be nosy or dig. or dig. Sometimes people are trying to make conversation with you and they care about your future. And sometimes it's just necessarily that they don't know the best way to ask. And sometimes it's just genuine and yes. it's just a conversation. And it's a it's an okay conversation because if you're in a relationship, yes. well, maybe marriage might come next. Yeah. You might be someone where it is, oh, yeah, we do have it on the cards. You yes. know, nine times out of ten it might be, but that one person that might get that offend, offended. And I have been. I've been guilty of it, and I kind of... But I don't think you should say guilty because that's okay mm. to feel that way. Like, I think the thing yeah. is, just because one person feels a certain way about something and they don't want to be asked doesn't mean that that represents an entire population of people, just For in sure. everything, right? So I think the hard thing is is that we have to take it... like. 
and it's, it, with a grain of salt almost as well as that if you ask me that question you're my really really good friend mm. so it wouldn't bother me because I know your intent right but if it comes from your great auntie who's been removed twice or however great the saying auntie goes auntie Bettis just hanging out at your granddad's she spits when she talks yeah, you know she's like, got sponge cake everywhere <laughs> yeah. then you're kind of like come on hun like yeah. just move it on or like if it's someone that you don't have a good relationship with it might feel diggy because you're like but we don't have that rapport yes. for you to ask those questions Yeah. so I do think it is a really hard tricky place to sit and so I think it's just making yourself like if you are uncomfortable saying you know like I like I know I don't know if it's hard like it would be nice to be able to say hey I assume you've got such good intent in that chat but yeah I don't it's really not know. for me I don't yeah, yeah. Or like you know like hey that's I'm not I don't place a lot of importance on that actually to be honest that's a good way of um, saying it girlfriend. yeah maybe because I'm like it is always really hard like we give suggestions like you could just say this but we know in real life it's not that easy yeah and people I, can take things to heart especially if they didn't mean it in a negative way right exactly. as soon as you say like come back in a, and not even necessarily in a combative way but in a way of like I don't Yes. Want to talk about that. And you and, and it's also like a lot of inward reflection, right? Totally. So if you're taking offence to something or something does easily trigger you, you need to look at that as, okay, that's an invitation to work on myself and mm. why am I being triggered? Because that person hasn't triggered me. It's not the comment that's triggered me. It's the feeling. So what is that feeling and why have I all of a sudden seen red and been like, that person is so yes. disrespectful. How dare they? It's like, okay, there's something there that we need to work with and it's learning how to sort of, I've been learning a little bit through a friend about like embodiment and embodiment processing and it's learning how to embody those boundaries yeah. which is really difficult because you can verbally say them and you can you can obviously think them in your mind but it's trying to embody them and, and creating those boundaries for yourself and that safe space where you know you can invite people in to have those conversations but if it's a general old chit chat from Judy at the printer mm. over a morning coffee and a scone and it could be that you're just having the not the greatest day so yes. you're like Judy exactly um tap 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 Judy absolutely not do not ask me that while I'm trying to print do my two-sided paper yeah that's, that's not, not for me it's not for me the paper tray is stuck it's jammed <laughs> I can't be bothered no one replaced the ink yesterday when it was clearly flashing on the it's screen it's clearly flashing and I have had to empty the dishwasher three times in the morning <laughs> tea room now okay Judy and I don't need you asking me oh, when's the baby on the way yes um so I think yeah looking back for me I just I feel a bit like I've been doing a lot of reflection and I'm like I don't really remember a lot of what my sort of hopes and dreams were mm. throughout my sort of teenagehood I think as well it's really important to express and I don't know if I've really talked about it on the podcast but Obviously, I yap on about Sam and our beautiful relationship. I was going to say beautiful marriage then. Goodness me. Back up, sis. She is manifesting. She's manifesting. <laughs> hey, Sam, love you. Um, when I was growing up, I mean, when I was younger, primary school, intermediate, um, college, had boyfriends. Like, I went to school to eat my lunch and chase boys. Like, I, <laughs> I yeah. I mean, I was good at netball. She had priorities. I had priorities, and kissing the boys was a priority. Um, and so then I kind of hit this, like, 18-year-old stage and then started partying and stuff but what I'm trying to say is that I never had this okay I want to find somebody mm. I want marriage kids in this by the time I'm 30 maybe I did and I don't remember but it was a it wasn't a priority for me same yeah I'm exactly the same and I don't know if it's again looking back into how I was raised and parents had you know maybe at that stage had two failed marriages so to me, I was raised to think that a marriage is an expensive divorce. So why would I go and right. actively look for somebody to be my husband? And kids, I, I remember very rightly, and all my friends will be able to laugh with me, that I um, I never wanted kids. I used to absolutely 
you were like hate and I hate that word but like anyone that had kids or wanted to bring kids somewhere I'd be like oh my god and again that was probably a bit of a trigger of a feeling inside that I don't know I'd look at these kids and be like I hope you're not gonna go through anything that I went through if that makes sense so there's so much there to unpack but I didn't really ever hit the stage of um, having a relationship. All of my friends and Morans will have these really beautiful long-term relationships. I was kind of just the single floater, floating around here. Then I'll go to film school, okay? Then I'll then I'll go to London. And I really thought in my heart of hearts that I would just be the rich, successful auntie that would fly to and fro, Aotearoa, and come and spoil my nieces and nephews. Um, so I think it's important to note that I was the single friend for like a decade. Same. Like, yeah, I had many dry spells. I had many lonely nights. I had many go out partying with my friends and then you expect to pick up because your other hot friends did. But no, no, that was me Ubering home on my own smacking back a, a quarter pound of combo. <laughs> and it wasn't... Again, the girl had priorities. Priorities. And it was my, my double quarter pound of combo. And so I think for anyone out there that's sort of at this it doesn't even I don't even think age is relevant like you're never it's never too late to find that relationship it's never too late to end a relationship and start a new one it's never too late to just be on your own um but to to see that I yeah was sort of the single girl right up until I was like 26 27 until I met Sam and I never thought if I looked back now and someone told me at 15 you're going to meet like the love of your life at like 27 I'd think really well okay not really bothered but on the flip side of that, that's a little bit late. I don't really believe that because we're conditioned to think you need to have your marriage and kids and that by these certain ages, right? And so now that, yeah, you know, if you're out there and you're like, oh my God, I'm hitting this age or this stage or, you know, I'm ready for love and I can't find anyone, like they are out there. Um, I mean, it manifested Sammy a little bit, but I don't believe I was lucky. A lot of people tell me I'm lucky to have had Sam and I'm like, no, no, I don't believe in luck. Luck is if you win the lottery or you find f- five bucks on the yes, ground. Yeah, yeah. I deserve Sam because I've worked on myself. I'm great. He's He deserves me because he's great. Um, and the universe will bring to you who you need and, and what you need on your path. So um, I've got friends of friends and a lot of close friends that are in this weird patch of these expectations, right? Do you have many in your sort of network where it's like, Courtney, you've got the house and the kid and the career and all of that, or are your girls pretty? No, I would say that we kind of all hit similar milestones at similar times. And I guess calling it a milestone might in itself be a bit of a joke because that's just a conditioned thing, Isn't I guess, it? that like, oh, buying a house, milestone. But milestone. maybe it should be like, oh, having a bloody good day, ooh, milestone. Exactly, <laughs> like know? getting out of bed, milestone. Yeah, like not crying um, for a, an entire week yeah. over like the depression that you feel or the yes. loss of somebody, milestone. You know, like those things I think are much more important to worry about. Like um, a few weeks back now after this, it was Mental Health Week. So um, after this year, well, obviously it'll be a few weeks back now, but it was Mental Health Awareness Week. And so it was lots of cool things about connecting with people, connecting with places that make you feel good, um, reconnecting and trying to spark things that you remember made, like that made you feel good. So yeah, anyway, that's a bit off topic, but I was like, oh, that's just sort of happened. And that was a really good thing. And I feel like the media and like stuff put a really good emphasis on mental health and kind of those things. But yeah, mental health milestones, I feel like are more important. And I realize that now as an adult. Um, And I feel like even if I said I was 25, I didn't feel like an adult. 
Yes. Like I feel like just now I'm like, oh, okay, I'm grown up and I make grown up decisions occasionally. That's <laughs> Not all the time. That's interesting because I feel like I've only just started to feel that as well. Yeah. Is it since turning 30, do you think? Maybe. I feel like we kind of had a thing and it's like, ding, you don't have the youth anymore. It's not on your side. See you later. It's funny <laughs> because I... I thought I knew it all at yeah, 20. Same. I mean, everyone does, right? I moved over to the UK. I didn't get anyone's help. No one, you know, people were offering me to couch surf at their house and take me around. No, no, I'm independent. I'll do it on my own because I was just running away from everyone and everything. And then bizarre. the crazy thing is that if there was someone who was 30 years old doing that, people would be like, oh my gosh, get it together. Like, sure. why don't you have somewhere to live? Like, what? Are you, when are you going to start, like, taking life yes. seriously? And, like, you're moving over at 30? Imagine that. Like, I had a just, lo- yeah. I had people say, well, you're better to do it now while you're, while you're young. And I, at that time, I was, I think, coming into 25, and I already felt like I was too old. Yes. Because my, I think my brother and his wife had gone over a little bit earlier. Um, but it's just that really weird attachment that we have instilled in us from people from media from society about what ages you need to hit certain things and I think it's really important now and I think there is a lot of conversation around it to just let that go and I know that's so much easier said than done Um, and I've got a really dear friend that is sort of in this stage of like I'm this age I wanted to have achieved this you know xyz I'm like you know release those expectations mm. of yourself because that person who set those goals and expectations it's not the same person you're not anymore. the same person your and life path probably went in a different direction and it's also being really mindful of like letting go of that person and a lot of people if that if that person that you used to be carried a lot of trauma and a lot of sadness sometimes people can identify with that and I did and I've touched on it in the mental health episode I think and I was the I was the girl with the sick mum so like love me don't leave me put me first yeah. but I've just recently gosh I don't even know kind of over the last five years really let that go that okay I'm my own person that happened to me for a reason how can I now use that to get me through the other side it's kind of like a blanket you wear of protection right and so you're Mm. like this shields me this makes my decisions okay because I'm a bit damaged I've had a hard time and then eventually you're like "Mm." when people say when did your dad die like seven years ago kind of becomes a little bit too long ago to like still be worrying or being upset you know what I mean yeah not saying that you can't be sad anymore but you actually have to go okay that's not my identity anymore I'm actually a person who's experienced a grief and a loss and now you know moving through but um, it was interesting what you were talking about the UK because I'm like even the um, visa restrictions make you feel like you're too old oh my gosh have you, you told that story before well so sis had a little heart <laughs> her gorgeous little old heart set on the UK after us starting us the podcast and I heard your stories about the UK and we'd just sort of come out of the really heaviness of COVID and we were kind of coming into normalcy. And you had just turned 30, we just Just celebrated your 30th. And I was like, you know what, I'm done with the lifestyle that we're doing right now. I've really had enough of this mundane life of live in my house, go to work, pick up my child from daycare. Is that what it was? And I just felt stuck, like we hadn't experienced anything. Like I thought, man, I never never wanted to do the OE as a younger 20-year-old. Um, or even a late teenager, you know, like 19, 20-ish. But now that it's got taken away from me because of COVID, and that's how it felt anyway, I was like, I've missed out on so much. This whole lockdown and this this life that we had to live for so many years, like two and a half years, took away the opportunity for me to see the world. And I just thought, I just can't let that be a problem. Like I need to, so I talked to Matt and I said, look, I I feel like I really need this for my mental health. I think it would be amazing for us just for a year. Just for a year. Experience something new, put ourselves out there, like challenge ourselves. Like, like this is our only life that we get to live. And I remember crying to Matt being like, 
this is our one life. Yeah. And I don't want to get to the end thinking that we never gave it, took a, took a risk or tried something new because it was like easier to live in this house and live the life that we know. And having experienced losing your dad yes. as well, there'd be a like, part of you in there like, okay, I can't, you know, life is for living. Exactly. There's one life. Like, There's one life. And it's like, is this the li- am I going to live it like the movies where you go to work, you come home, you bake your lovely dinner and yeah. you're making your apple pie and then you go to sleep and you live it all again like yeah. I just too felt vanilla, just yeah, too I repetitive. just was like why would we not try something new so Matt was super on board at one stage and we were like yep let's look into it I was so excited and I didn't do my research and then I found out that to do the UK visa scenario we couldn't have any dependent children boom that's one off the list oh, I didn't know that was no, one so in the for the youth visa you cannot have dependent children wow so bye see you later see I'm you out later. I'm okay. catching I couldn't take them with me was so there I'm, any other visa options and no so the thing was is that it was that was the issue and then Matt was over the age threshold so they kind of put in place He's to you how old is he um 31 32 because they've extended it now to 35 to, 30, to 35 but by the time we'd go it yes, would probably not sure. work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, it was, but again, we still can't go because we've got Bo. Yeah. So unless he's the... staying home with his nana for a year, <laughs> Sharon. He can come and live with us. Like, yeah. Silly. There you go. We can just have a little trial kid yeah, for a year. Have a trial and you'd be like, change my mind. Change my mind. <laughs> give him back. Here's the instructions. Bye. Yeah. But um, so I did lots of ringing around different agencies that other people had connected me to that had worked overseas and I was really excited and they were so excited and it was just like, felt like things were in motion and I'm a little bit, um... Being my flame, I'm an orange flame, if you don't know what that means, is that I'm quite impulsive, excitable, um, big ideas, can't follow through, but I actually can. You do follow through. I do follow through. It's just like, you know, that's my general gist. But anyway, so like if I set my mind to something, I'm going to do it. And I I think I sat in front of a computer screen for hours for like weeks, planning it out, finding all the things I needed to know, working. And then when I found out it wasn't possible, I felt like my world had like crashed because I was like no no but I, I haven't had my turn like let me have my turn let me have my turn let me go overseas like everybody else let, let Bo live a different lifestyle let's go and see a snowy winter Christmas like I just want something different and I was honestly heartbroken but it's because I was so impulsive and like had planned it all out before it was even a possibility I know but sometimes when you get that feeling and you, you just, just wrong with it but like you also believe it you yes. really trust in it and it's like how can this have let me down I know and I was so devastated and obviously like life goes on and it's fine and there would have been other other options maybe we could have gone to Canada maybe we could have gone to Germany but mm. we in the end decided it just wasn't the right thing at the time and honestly sometimes I still wait for the phone call of them to be like we've worked it out and we know what visa you can go really? on come on over because yeah. I'm like what's one year what's like, one year I've lived seven years without my dad yeah. what is one year trialing something else exactly. doing something new meeting new people like you said pretty Ricky another philosopher another what great say? tribe what? of philosophers actually what did they, say? they said to us Laura Watson they said age ain't nothing but a number age ain't nothing but a number and they sung it to us girl they, they sang said it. age ain't nothing but a number and so you know what I really wanted to live by that exactly um so that was really heartbreaking and it is what it is and I love I love my life like I'm so grateful sure. I'm, lu- I'm lucky I'm, I'm really blessed and a lot of us need to like tune into those things because we are super lucky but doesn't mean that you can't dream and have big dreams and want something different for yourself or to try something new and that's okay and I think that's really um refreshing I say that word so much but it is really refreshing to share that because there might be mums out there or wives or partners or solo people that feel like oh well I'm a certain age now I can't go and and do that but Mm. you sharing that story and and your drive to want to make that happen is like oh my god Courtney considered this 
that that could give me a bit of a boost to go and consider that. And to be fair, that is so out of my character and comfort zone to want to move anywhere. I am such a homebody in the sense that like when I knew I was leaving college, like high school, I was like, no way I'm going to go to Auckland or Wellington. No yeah. way I'm going to Canterbury. That's too far away. Too far I'm away. Absolutely not Absolutely doing Absolutely not, sis. Thank you, Ned. And so then I went to Hamilton and I still cried on drop-off. It was an hour away. I know, but, but it's so a big, me, bad world. Yeah, but for me to actually decide I want to do something like this and it's going to be really hard and I don't know how the tube works, but I'm going to try. I would have given you. I was <laughs> Sammy and I were prepared. We were going to come over for planning oh, nights. I was going to create you a whole like e-book to have on your phone and print you one out with a hardcover on. This is where you need to go to eat. Yes. My favourite thing. This is oh. how you do. And honestly, Honestly, if I had, I did have people there to help me when I first moved over, but I always think how differently I would have ended up in London if I had taken that help. Yeah. And I think it'd be really cool to talk about today any regrets because I have a lot and, you know, you have people be like, oh no, regrets, are, there's no such thing as regrets. They're all meant to be and everything that's meant to have happened was meant to have happened. And I get that as well, but regrets are healthy and it's it's about reflection and it's about learning from that and so my biggest regret was yeah not letting people not taking people's help when I first moved over because things would have been so different my my London journey was a very love-hate and I did have this age pressure on myself and then you go over there and you've got your other Kiwi friends like going to festivals going to South Croatia and hooking up with boys and doing all this and I was the overweight, scared, petrified Kiwi that had barely any money because I spent it all on rent, £845 a month, people. Oh, my god! Just so I could live with my two film school friends. We soon tapped out of that house. I bet. But there was, there's one expectation to leave New Zealand and go and live your best life in London, which people see through your highlight reel, a.k.a. social media. Yeah. But there's also the social expectations of your when you're actually over there and what you want to achieve when you are living this hashtag OE. Yeah. And that, I really struggled with that. And that's when I just kind of had to let go. And that's when I started doing the work and figuring out, actually, what, what do I want? It's not about what other people want. And I think a lot of people haven't had those mental health check-ins with themselves. Mm. People can go for decades and decades without, without actually spending that time on their own and being like, hang on, what do I want? And just because you're in a relationship or um, a really secure job or you're really happy with your family, it's still taking that time to be like, what do I want? What are my priori- priorities? What yeah. makes me happy? What are my attributes? What are my strengths? And I hope that this podcast has helped enlighten people, especially in season one. We tapped into a lot of personality stuff, but sitting and and, and having that alone time to be like, what do I want and what makes me happy? Mm, Absolutely. It just like made me think of this TikTok I saw. (laughs) I hate saying that. I feel so like trying to keep up with the youth so I like so watch, I watch this, this TikTok. TikTok but I feel like you learn a lot through TikTok anyway very educational very educational within a three minute time frame anyway yes. there was this girl who was in a relationship with this guy for like five years he decided he wanted to go on an OE and, and she was like but it's not for me so they they just were like they well separated. I'm going on my OE and I'm doing this and she's like but I still love him and we still love each other and the comments were like no he would never do that if he loved you he would not do this blah 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 and I kind of was like yeah actually that's a bit random like if you're with someone for that long that's a bit strange but I was like actually 
like like you said, you're not the same person you always are five years ago. You're like forever evolving and changing. So like, yeah, actually that's a fair call. Like, that's fair call. And, they, and she was so respectful of it. She was like, I don't get why it's a problem to you if it's not a problem to me. Oh, I love that. Why do you need to voice heavily so yeah. much on why this doesn't work for you and your beliefs? I'm sharing this to share it's, my story. It's not- very much like Danny Duncan, who um, has a very strong belief about not wanting to have children. Yes. And I think some, like I really respect her and I like her message. And I think sometimes her message is quite um, maybe like harsh to yes. some people abrupt. because it's very abrupt and so it's like I don't want children I'm going to live my best life and you're going to be stuck with Johnny on the sidelines while he's screaming at the rugby game in the rain exactly. and I'm like she ain't wrong but so and that offends people to the days but I'm like but you don't have to agree with her you don't and have to live your life the way she does if you don't if you want to have kids you want to stand on the sideline in the rain with the box of oranges sis hook yourself up knock yourself out if you want to <laughs> knock be, yourself up if you, <laughs> knock yourself up babes if you want to be going to a jazz ballet medal test at the media theatre at 7am on a Sunday for nine hours while your little daughter comes out with her really tight leotard and her little rosebuds, then that's for you. If you really want to go to netball and argue with the ref because they're favouring another team and you want to look at yourself and go, hang on a minute, what has my life come to? Do that. You do that. I've chosen that life. You've chosen that. I have that. that little person. I take him to dance classes and he refuses to dance and I look at him and I'm like, boy, Get up there. This is $110 a turn. I'm going to give you the stink eye until you start dancing, Bo. Literally. Start dancing. Get them dancing. Get them tap shoes on. Get them dancing, queen. I went in too late. You were on the right path. I, I came in late. You came in on the second sentence. I came and on you the took second. It up. Yeah, okay, sorry guys, about that. We'll get the singing under wrap soon. Um, but I, yeah, I love Dan, Danny Duncan. Danny Duncan. <laughs> I love Danny Duncan's message. I love Jade's message, and it really resonated with me when Jade said how people will say to her, "Oh no, but what you know." once you've had the baby and just that feeling of this, that and the other, she's like, but I don't know what that feeling is, so I'm not missing out. But also, as a person who has had that feeling, at the same time, I I could say back to those people, "Mm, but those mornings where you sleep in and you have no responsibility to a crying child down the hallway, it's a real, like you live for those. She can read a book all day if she wants. She can go for a swim in the pool, not worrying about if the child's going to drown. Exactly. There are so many things that are pl- like, yes, you get that beautiful emotional attachment if you if that's what you look for and that's what you want. But, you know, so I, yeah, I just think that there's so much like people worrying about what other people are doing. And it's a choice to worry about other people. Yeah. It's a choice to voice those opinions. It's a choice for your, um, your just ugly response. So I think people need to start taking account on the choices that they make. So if you see something online, it's your choice to keep scrolling or to comment. So just keep scrolling. And I feel like I've matured a lot in that sense. I was a serial like reply to dumb people on Facebook because, because I was like, you're, because you're passionate, right? I'm like, why? But why choose to be dumb? Yes. Like, why not just look it's it up? It's your choice. And yeah. you chose to be and dumb so I was and like, say something hurtful. And I've come a really long way. Now sometimes, Good if I'm girl. really annoyed by it, I will type a response and I will just not send it. I will just type it so that I get the validation of like, this is how I feel about what you've said zero send that is that is Keep what you call myself. a really good action that you like I'm doing it to... so that I'm getting it to the universe and I'm like I disagree with you and I think that's a really poor comment but I'm not going to send it to you because it doesn't change anything I love that and, and people you know, should, then, should think this before they say some dumb comments too and maybe. honestly I am like absolutely that person that would have said crazy annoying advice to people that and or like I was definitely a oh my god when I have children they are never 
gonna get out of bed after or like before six o'clock in the morning and they are never gonna eat chocolate and I'm never taking them to McDonald's. Oh my god, my kid will never order a six pack chicken McNugget and they're only gonna play one sport and one sport only. They're not gonna do multiple hobbies. And they're never gonna swear. And they're never gonna gonna swear. swear. And they're (laughs) never just gonna get like sticky pink licorice all around their mouth. They won't eat sugar. My couches will be so nice. They'll be so nice. Because they will be sitting at the table every day. And my baby will be so talented that it can change its own nappy. So I won't (laughs) even have to do it. It's a nappy. But you know, like I said stuff like that because I didn't know. And I had an opinion about something that I really didn't know. And so I can look back and be like, Quartz, prod it together, shut your mouth. That's not actually any of your business to comment on. Just and like you live it, and then you're like, yeah, true. I take Bo to McDonald's more than I can say the word McDonald's. You know what I mean? But <laughs> he our is couch a little is sticky and nasty. But you know, like, I love that comment and that amazing quote. That's like, um, what people think of you is none of your business. Isn't that so right? It's and so if, true. If people talk behind your back, they're behind your back for a reason. Mm. And if you do hear of somebody talking behind your back, it makes you feel icky. It makes you feel a little bit you know bummed out but you know that they're there for a reason so you don't need to invest your energy into that and it's I think it takes a lot of time to learn to not care though right and it could be that you still care but that you choose not to give it the time honestly any little comments still I I I was good in the UK and maybe I thought I was good but I think it's because I wasn't getting any comments or judgment or um craving external validation and I'm not blaming New Zealand but it's since coming back here obviously being surrounded with more of a network and people that know me and um you know have I I don't say my friends have an expectation on me but because I am a you know Mm. I don't want to blow my own horn but like I'm a really good friend and I you are I give 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 all the time and so then when I stop giving um I feel like I'll be getting judged or what's wrong with her or okay i just can't be bothered with law anymore and it's like I now need to relearn how to detach from that yes and I didn't realize how much it would affect me at this age so it's like it's one thing to be like 30 and having all this external noise from people about when you're doing this when you're achieving that when you're buying the house the baby the kids yeah don't buy a baby no you could buy a baby <laughs> you can, you buy, can baby. buy a baby if you want to buy a baby but now baby, it's bummy, like baby be a millionaire that's what it reminds me of have a baby bummy baby be a millionaire never ever heard it all I can <laughs> oh my think gosh, of you should have it's near oh. I don't play no games Oh, when I do that thing. When you do that thing. Well, say what I mean. Say, say, say what, what I mean. Say what I mean. You know that song. No. I, I, it's probably because I sound nothing like it, but you do know it. If I'm I hear play it Neo later. later. Yeah. I'll Maybe we could later. we could just cut into it right now. You need yeah, to know. Um, yeah. Just, okay. So just for a little um, sound break, <laughs> listen to the song by Neo. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. Maybe <laughs> Billionaire, I think. Billionaire. I was thinking of, I want to be a billionaire. Oh, Let's yes. not say the next line. Let's not swear. Let's not swear. Yeah. Um, but so it's one thing to have all this external noise and expectations but then it's like trying to tune into your mind of your internal yeah expectations and letting go of that like the judgment and obviously now we're on more platforms and I've been yeah. feeling a little bit anxious the last few weeks thinking oh my gosh people we are. won't understand you or know where you're coming from yes. or have a bit more of judgment coming because we totally. have our own little absolutely not cis family and yes. they know us and they've been with us I hope from day one and if not then you've 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 gotten into our groove of things but we're out on the airwaves now we're and on it's dead like airwaves. you know there's people that do this full time and forever and all the things and make money from it and I'm like oh my gosh I'm, we're just opening ourselves up to 
to, oh my God, those girls talk so much rubbish. <laughs> when really I'm just needing to relearn how to not care. How to say absolutely not, sis, in a world where we're all conditioned, conditioned. to say yes yes, 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 yes. And I think Matilda's um, chat was so refreshing to hear oh my her gosh, say, yeah. I don't need other people's validation. I just don't care what yeah. other people think of me anymore. Talk about anything you want. Don't talk about my baby or my parenting. And I guess that's because she's been thrown into a world where everybody has an opinion on her. Everybody wants to know where her T-shirt's from. Everybody wants to know why she's not doing it this way and why she's doing it this way. Everybody wants to know what she's eating, her nutrition. her like It's so much. For a normal person... Maybe our friends might be interested, but there are so many people that are asking and wondering and being a part of her life that, that you'd have to learn very quickly. You either become consumed by it and give in to it, mm. or you go, nah, no thanks, flush it, not for me, this is my life, you know, watch and learn or, yeah. or you know, just, just observe or don't, you know? I've really been thinking about, like, for a while there I'd look at, okay, so I'd think about being sensitive, Laura, like mm -hmm. that's a bad thing because I got told growing up my whole life you're sensitive. Then I learned to love it and be like, this is part of me. Like, sensitive's a beautiful thing. Why do people, you know, poo-hoo yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm back in this thing of, oh, my God, Laura, like, it's time to shed some layers and harden up a little bit and um, lower my expectations. My brother actually quoted something to me so profound um, <laughs> when I was disappointed about a somebody that I was talking to him about. And he's like, look at you getting so upset telling this story. He's like, I, I wouldn't care if that person did that to me because I don't have any expectations. And I go, so I, I was triggered by that and, and the feeling inside came out and said, I don't have high expectations. He's like, you do, look how upset you're getting. Just lower your expectations or have no expectations on anybody and then you'll never be let down. And in a way that can be interpreted and seen as a little bit negative, but coming from him and the character he is, I thought, oh my God, that's actually, that's come from years of experience, yeah. maybe years of hurt where he has been let down and now his lens is, have no expectations and you'll never be let down. And, and so I took it in my yeah. positive poly light, like, oh my, and it was honestly, I felt the light bulb in my head and I haven't had a lot of these moments lately. And I was like, that is so spot on. And it's helped me through the last month. Yeah, I think it depends on what you um, apply that to, right? Because instantly I'm like, it could be, that, and, and this is probably just, I'm probably similar, because I'm instantly like, but what if you're giving so much to that person and you're feeling like, he said, lower your expectations. So I'm like, what? So I give and I don't, not that it's about giving to receiving, but I mm. give like all of me to this person and then that person gives me 20%. I just lower my expectation and accept that or I, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. I think as well what's important to figure that out is actions speak louder than words, yeah. right? So if you look at your relationship with this person and all the things that you've either done together or you've worked out together, like through the years, through the chapters, take away the words yeah. and look at the doing and yeah. look at the action. Totally. And so if you haven't been getting those actions from those people, but you're giving in actions and words and time, then that's where you kind of could reassess and be like, oh my God. Gosh, I input so much. I am constantly give, give, giving to this relationship. And then you're like, actually, maybe I don't need to give as much. Maybe I could be on that same level and still be giving the same the same amount of expectation, and we'd still be fine. You know what I mean? That is so. It's true. just really interesting. Like I think that's such an interesting way to look at it. And he's so true. Like 
don't have high expectations, don't stress about it, you know? Like, it's, ba- it's, it's literally so base level. And it's also, like, looking at, I think, why I have high expectations of people is because I have high expectations on myself. So whatever values or beliefs or morals you have out there, a lot of the time it's a reflection on what you believe and it's yeah. what you need to work on. And so hearing that also has now tried to help me lower my expectations of myself because... Mm. I think I'm an overachiever, but then meeting you, girlfriend, you are like the just the go, 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 get everything done, so inspiring. I'm like, Laura, if Courtney can keep going, you can keep going. No, so but the amount of times I've heard say, you need to learn to not say yes sometimes. Really? Yeah, like this, especially like I feel very burnt out at the moment and it's my own fault and that's so right, but... I just don't know how to not be helpful for some things. It's and to natural. other people, they might not think I'm being helpful. But in my view, I'm like, but I'm trying to help you. Like, it's I'll just, just do nature. it because I know how to do it. I'll just send that email because I know. I'll just do that wedding because you need help. I'll just do some extra hours after school. And then it kind of piles up and you're like, whoa, this is too much. But um, I seem to kind of always keep going. Like, I just keep chugging along so it's fine. And so I'm like, that? I don't know. I, I think in some ways... Like, you never I, look tired. You're never grumpy. I oh, not to you. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said that face. Oh, not to you. Not to you, girl. Not but to I you. Don't, Matt would have different things to say. I'm oh, sure he'd be like, right. hey, I, and that's the thing. Like, you give to people, like, obviously you give me so much positive energy. So it would, I just don't feel like I could exert grumpy or yes. negative energy towards you. But not saying that Matt gives me grumpy energy, but like, that's your safe space. So when I'm at the end of the day and I'm tired, I'm like, what what do you want for dinner can yeah. you just make a choice can you know you and he's probably like happen? whoa like give me the better version of you please yeah um I don't know how I do it I definitely can do better in terms of just saying no more and I'm trying to say no more to weddings because those are really get for like bucket filling and amazing but they're not a necessity in my life like yes. obviously I want to help people in but I know there's a many 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 amazing celebrants around New Zealand that I could refer yeah. to or just say hey I'm so sorry I'm not available um and if, with my work I guess I'm always trying to be like I can give you something I can offer you something I have a skill somewhere that I can be helpful and that's just your nature as well and I think it's like important because the other day I was talking to a friend and if we strip it back right you start as Laura and you start as Courtney how much decision fatigue and you know you experience throughout the day right so what time are you setting your alarm then you've got to get your eight hours sleep then you've got to wake up decide what you're gonna wear and this is just you as an individual what you've got to wear your makeup your hair what you're gonna have for breakfast cool so you've made how many decisions already then you add in the layer of kids Mm -hmm. and that's just a whole nother chapter and then you add in your day job that you go through 80 percent of your life so you've got this job where you need to perform and I hope that everyone goes and performs and and does a good job because you're getting paid right and so all of those decisions and all of that expenditure throughout the day and those relationships and rapport and trying to be a good person, then you add your relationship on top of that. Then you add your friendships and trying to nurture and engage in those. Then you add your side hustles like a podcast or, you know, your dreams and goals and aspirations. Then your health and well-being and trying to get enough water and enough steps There's and healthy just food. not enough room. There's, yeah, that's... Perfect, right? Like there's no room. There's no room. And I, I, it really dawned on me the other day how much each day entails. Mm. And so I want to reiterate the importance of rest because at the end of the day, rest is growth. Mm. And when you're resting, that's when some of your most incredible growth happens because you're being, you're, 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 you're just switching off. You're resetting, you're recharging. And, you know, even still now, 
you know, a couple of boomers will be like, what do you need rest for? You're young and sprightly. Is that the word? I hate that word. <laughs> but it's like, okay, rest is so important and it hasn't been, like the hustle has been glamorised for so but long. Also, but rest we're is. we're in a really hard time at the moment. Like, Everything. literally, I don't want to be rude, but yesterday we did our um, online shop with the supermarket. We went and picked it up really late because it's the only time they had. We got it home 90%, and I'm not even being dramatic, of our produce so apples all that stuff rotten or moldy so somebody walked through a supermarket and chose the dustiest dirtiest bruised apples the nastiest squishiest this sounds like a version of the hungry caterpillar but angry you're (laughs) such a teacher you're a teacher listen to all these describing words the most disgusting persnip parsnip you've ever seen and then, like, the onions, I could look from the skin that they were mouldy on the inside. And I was just like, you cannot tell me that you couldn't have chosen something better. And I'm paying top notch at the moment for these this produce. That's how I know what I'm aging because I'm upset about oh, it. Oh, we're all upset. Sis. But I'm like, lower your expectations, Courtney, and it won't be a problem. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll <laughs> never be let down. Duh. You'll never be let down by the dirty, disgusting apples you were given. I just rung them today and I said, I'm really sorry. But I said, it's super disappointing with the cost of living at the moment and how expensive like to be given that like I've even had to start writing on the online order please check for bruising and rotten I've been doing that yeah I'll say please don't send um, rotten spinach again we used to get rotten bags of baby spinach disgusting and then once we got two and they were both rotten and I got a refund so well I I kind of said well what's the option how can we remedy this issue and she was like hey just bring it back in the tomorrow and I said to be fair hun we don't live in town we do this because it's much easier to just pop in and get it and come out yes little don't even get me started on the fact they told me there were no best foods mayo I can absolutely have walked into that supermarket and said here it is. Here you're it being, is. You're being lazy. And even there if there n- wasn't that particular size, there's many other sizes to Give choose from. Give me the from. Hines. Give, Give me, me the, the Hines. substitute. Like, so there was like 12 things that was, I'm just like, this is just a no from me. And I'm it's like, just, oh. it's annoying. That's another layer of like life. Decision making. I'm like, I did this to make a one less job, one less stress on us and because just, I feel like there's so much to do. There's so much and to do. And then it wasn't done well. And that's just <laughs> something you just didn't need to deal with, right? But like, you know, you talk about making decisions. I don't even eat breakfast if Matt doesn't make it for me because I just don't have the time. Don't and have, people yeah. will be like, whatever, but I literally don't. If Matt doesn't sit there and make breakfast for me while he's doing his breakfast, I will just not eat till lunchtime. I believe that through and through. Even for me, coming home from the gym, trying to get ready in an hour, sometimes I'll forget something or do this or that. And we're very different at the moment. Like I was talking with my friend Yana, I was like oh we're podcasting on Wednesday because Laura had her princess weekend she's like what's a princess weekend I said it's her birthday month going away thing duh, like, Yana. and we were she was, and I was like you know we were talking about prioritizing and I said she does this 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 and this and she's like how good that she prioritizes herself and things for her and I said yeah oh, I'm yes. the opposite like I don't get my nails done I don't get facials I don't go to a gym I only just have started working on my nutrition again I don't see my friends as much as I should and it's because I've got no room from all the other things that I am doing. There's no room. That's exactly right. That there's right. no space. So like people might think that I'm not a good friend, but I just don't know how to find the room to have to talk to you all the time. And it almost can... becomes a chore to message people. And it's not because I don't love them or care for them. I have no room. Like there's nothing left. So I'm overweight and would love to lose weight, but I don't have room to go to the gym because I'm working on all my extracurriculars and doing the and, podcast and, the and ex- celebrant jobs. And the extracurriculars are things that can't be dropped. No. Or you'll literally drop the ball. Like, just shout out to teachers oh, out there and honestly. how much work you guys have to do. And it's, it's gotten harder after COVID. There's a lot to catch up on after a couple of years of, you know, seeing our really... kids not get the same 
you know, program or stuff as they would have in the past. It's honestly opened my eyes up so much, but it's like really just being kind to yourself, I think is important. And I know that you are, but it's like really taking that, that time to be like, okay, this will make me happy. What can I eliminate? But I know it's so much easier said than done. Like I wanted to start boxing this year and I also wanted to try and do one yoga class a week. And I won that amazing voucher from Jay from Ara Studios, went for a week, then got COVID. I literally haven't had the time to reignite that. And the beautiful owner, Lashara, said, whenever you're ready to come back, we can restart the four weeks, which was so kind. And I just haven't done it. And yes podcast but like work and family and walking and looking after myself and breathing is just as important to me as you know as all the other things so it's really prioritizing and finding the balance but just really being kind to ourselves through the journey because it is tough and honestly if you're struggling with the whole age mentality just try your best to just let it go because aging is a privilege as we've said before yeah and if you're ready to start something and you're like oh I shouldn't go start studying because it'll be four years I'll be so old by the time I'm finished who says that's a blessing to be that old that means you get to live for another four years so if you're 31 now and you want to go study a bachelor of psychology which I thought I wanted to do I would then be finished by what 37 38 and what that'd be great to be qualified at that age I know I've still got like two thirds of my life left the amount of people that like you know have gone back to study or become teachers now I'm so proud of them I'm like good for you there should be nothing that holds you back from your dreams and aspirations we talk it we do affirmations every day at school yes. and today was I believe in my dreams goals and aspirations and I, I was that. like whether your dream is to be on the scarecrow making competition team at school or whether your dream is to become a b-baller a b-baller in like a big league overseas just put the effort in just believe, believe in yourself and go and don't say well, I'm not good enough actually yeah you are Like, just because you're 37 or you're 55 doesn't mean you can't go and train or learn something new or try again. 100%. And with that said, let's smash out some absolutely not cis games. Yes, we should, but quickly, for the fans, because we haven't done it for a while. (laughs) For the fans. For the fans, we'll just quickly do our absolutely yes for the week and absolutely not, and we'll try not to elaborate. So, my gosh, I haven't even thought about it. Um, Absolutely would be my weekend, my princess birthday weekend with the love of my life thank you for taking me away there my friend um that was just beautiful to get away and recharge and reconnect and eat all the food and my absolutely not oh oh I don't know I can't really think right now you don't have don't to really, you don't have to have one there has been a few just there's been a lot of emails in me inbox at work there's been a it's lot a and I up. just don't like being behind so yeah that's that's probably me what about you Dale my peak of the week um probably that we are at school holidays in t minus two more days I'm so happy for you and please can you just take some time to rest I know this is really bad and if you ever feel guilty for this it's okay if your children stay in childcare over the school holidays please Bo is going to be continuing his um attendance he's Please. gonna get a hundred percent attendance at take yes hundred percent and i'm going class. to catch up on all my jobs all of the things that i need to do arrest days putting do phones things, down putting cell phones down yeah all those things i'm so happy for you and then my pit would just be um probably just um feeling a bit overwhelmed and just daylight savings has kind of thrown me off with it's the really tiredness thro- oh my it's really gosh. throwing me I've across the bit, room really being a bit sleepy this morning and i was really a bit sleepy i mean okay. actually but a really good peak is that it's daylight savings darling oh we're coming into summer it's going to be hot it's going to be a hot girl summer hot girl summer going to get out there going to get little dance <laughs> on we're going to get pumping on the beach we're going to get ready <laughs> and raring to go right smash me up with some absolutely not okay absolutely not number one pretend we're rustling it on the paper like we did in season one but now it's typed on a laptop 
not sponsored. Um, <laughs> wearing sunglasses inside. Three, two, one. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not, sis. No, you forgot the sis. Sorry, sis. No, yeah. please I, don't. I saw a man at a bakery the other day. A I was like, it's not sunny. It mate. ain't sunny in here, bruv. It's Matt always sunny. goes, always sunny in Doucheville. When he sees someone with glasses on, always sunny in Doucheville. Matt has so much good sayings oh, of his um, sleeve. I know. Other little sleeve. What? Oh, does he have my mouse? <laughs> Probably not a time to talk about it. No, let's, ch- let's catch up with let's that talk later. About not that a real life Sorry, one. we'll take that one offline. Um, honking the horn when you're the passenger and the driver is driving terribly. Three, two, one. Absolutely. Absolutely. If, you're the pa- if you're the driver and someone has driven around you not defensively and been an absolute mare, it is your absolute God-given right to be able to toot at them. And if they're not going to do it, do it for them. It's almost Smash like when you're on the airplane and you're in the exit rows and they give you a little bit of, are you happy to do this if we go down? Absolutely. That's, that's the same in, in, in a car. In the Sign passenger, me up. In the passenger. The passenger. Are you happy to be the passenger Designated driver? person, yeah. Even backseat driving. Honk that horn if you need Honk to. And reach right over. Honk that horn. Um, talking to the Uber driver. Three, two, one. Absolutely. Absolutely. I imagine that they don't care at all and would rather a silent trip, but I'm always like, how's your night going? Honestly. What are you, oh, I've been busy for you. Yeah. Like, those are probably people that it's okay if they get mad with our questions. They're probably like, look, doll, I've actually just had 17,000 of you drunk gals in the back. I just need a bit of, like, quiet, just, peace and quiet. I just need some time. I love it because Sammy engages and gets live stories. And I'm there, like, on my phone, like, going through my camera roll, posting up cute selfies of what we've just taken. And he's and learned then, about someone's life. And then I tune into the chat and I hear about them. He used to play cricket in Sri Lanka in 77 and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my god! Or gosh. they're like, I'm off studying and this is what I do part-time. You're like, yes. The, the quick side story, the Uber driver in Nelson. Um, oh, sorry. No, we stopped off in Wellington on mm. our stopover, went in for brunch. And he was like, oh, I hate Wellington. I'm coming back up to Hamilton to Uber drive. He's like, Hamilton was the best city I've ever Uber drived oh, in. I've Uber nice. drive for six years. Everyone in Wellington is so rude. People book Ubers for 300 metres, you guys. He used to drive Sorry 14 privilege. Ks and then they Uber for 300 metres, 600 metres. He was showing us all the screen grabs. No. He's like, this is crazy. I'd just be like refusing to show up for that yeah. one. Sorry. But we got out of that Uber like, wow, that was a story and a half. I learned a lot about Uber. <laughs> Let's do one more. Um, Google reviews. <gasps> Three, two, one. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I love. have done so many Google reviews, especially if I've had bad service. I'm like, you want to go? I will give you a Google review. I'm like, I'm not letting the people fall for that. I'm, I'm not gonna, letting the people. I will not let them go down. I'm going to put my time that I don't have into writing this Google review. But in, in like equally, I've done some positive ones too. And I actually, I, do you know, I got, oh my gosh, Google, you've, re- you've reached 5,000 views on your positive like, oh my Google gosh. review. I'm like, wow, that's it's a lot so of people. It's so great. I'll tell you something funny. Sammy and I love a Google review. Google, Google, Google all the time when we travel. He has gained, I don't know if it's per view or points or something, He's gained himself a little Google like prize, like a flybys reward type thing. Like a no Google. Way. He got to pick and he's getting the little Google symbol like pin, like for your shirt sent out. Keep, oh, no. Nah. It's sent out from Germany. I am still G for Germany or G for Google? Oh, good question. Who knows? Um, good tag. Um, but I am I need to get on that. It's really amazing. Do. He's like, guess what? I'm a Google like star reviewer. I'm <laughs> gonna walk around and be like star reviewer. Yeah. He's like, oh, I, I'm allowed to pick something, and I was like, a car. He's like, no, a Google <laughs> pin. So, yes, those are our absolutely not. Oh, we do one more. Using plant food for your food. It was meant to say using plant food for your plants. You know, like actual plant oh, food. Three, two, one. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not, but I probably should. Matt knows all about that. Zero. Me I can't even feed a plant water, to be honest. Yeah, so. my piece Lily needs some water <laughs> and some food and loving and, and all the other things. And with that said, thank you for listening today. Thank you so much for listening to Absolutely Not Sis Season 2. You can go onto our Instagram. You can listen to us, obviously, here on Free FM. You whoop, could whoop. listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Google, Access Media, or through the Free FM website as well. And hook us up on Instagram. Send us a DM. Let us know if you've got any absolutely nots to play with us and we will chat with you next time. Kakete. Kakete. Kakete.